Pulp MX Network production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code STEVE, S-T-E-V-E. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by RacerX, presented by BTOsports.com. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. As usual, with me on the line is, uh, is a guy who had uh, 22 years as a pro career, maybe the fastest man to never get a factory ride, and uh, even race in Japan at some point, and uh, now he's marinating some chicken. Kyle Lewis. What's up, Kyle? <laughs> uh, just uh, exactly what you just said is finished up. Right. Getting some chicken ready to throw in the barbecue here in a bit. Sweet. Hey, thanks for doing this, man. Appreciate it. Um, we've tried, we've crossed paths before here and there to do these and never worked out, but um, I don't even know where to start with you. I could go back to 87. I could go back to now. Let's let's talk now. What are you doing now? What's going on in Kyle Lewis's life now? Um, Right now, um, I'm part of Calgary Lubricants. Mm-hmm. I've been working with those guys. I started in, at the end of '07 when I retired, mm-hmm. and uh, at first with kind of a sponsorship deal, and then they then they brought me on to R and D the product because it was just not up to speed. So we mm-hmm. totally revamped it, and then they kind of brought me in. Like, okay, well, you know, you have a lot of people in the business that's trying to do sales with you. I'm like, okay, so it's not really anything in one particular. But- area that I'm in, I'm kind of like all over the map with it, but uh, right. i just trying to push that along. Chemicals are, are a tough one to tough one to push, yeah. and um, the market is, is kind of, you know, slow right now. <clears throat> so, just kind of doing the Calgard deal, yeah. um, training a few kids, um, and uh, yeah, just trying to, trying to, you know, have have as much fun as I can, you know. Right, right. Um, and we, I was asking you before we hit record if you're still riding, and uh, uh, unfortunately, it's been like one injury after another for you, huh? <laughs> since since you hung it yeah, up, you've been hurt more. Kind of weird. I, I came out of retirement. I was going actually trying to set up a little bit of the riding lessons for um, over in the Philippines. Pacquiao um, sponsors about forty families. It's kind of a neat situation over there. Mm-hmm. He does, <clears throat> and. Uh, Came out of retirement, trained about a month and a half. I heard like Blair, Lacey, Stapleton, yeah. and uh, a couple other guys were going. And I'm like, well, those guys actually go pretty good. I wasn't, you know, yeah. Lacey and Blair are pretty fast. So I trained a little bit and got over there. And I was actually a little surprised. I was going quite a bit faster than them. And yeah. I actually, <laughs> I didn't win. First motor, I grabbed the whole shot and, uh, took off and stalled it and dropped back like 40 seconds and Uh-oh. ended up finishing right behind the guys. And then the next day I, uh, <laughs> gave like fifth, went to second right away, mm-hmm. halfway through the first lap and 
stepped off the front of the bike. I think the rear brake broke when I was going to the double. Uh-huh. And it uh, just sent me, and I uh, I uh, actually broke my wrist and uh, dislocated shoulder and uh, ringed my bell a little bit. <clears throat> Rung my bell, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, they set me, got me good uh, over there, came home, found out about a month later after they came out of the cast, and my wrist was 180 out. <laughs> yeah, nice. Right. Filipino medical Oops. system. Yeah. And it was one of, like, Pacquiao, like, Pacquiao's trainer, Boo Boy Fernandez, was, like, right there going, hey, he's a good guy, he's fast, you know, you make sure he's good, and the doctor said, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> what happened. So, <clears throat> but uh, then, uh, yeah, then I... Got home, did all that, found out the bad news. So, okay, three weeks later, get, a, get a surgery planned the day before, heading down pre-op, and got in a car wreck with my wife. <laughs> um, the lady came out of the fast lane and smashed us. And, uh, yeah, that was all good. And about a week, week and a half later, it's just super bad headache. Went in, got, the, <clears throat> got everything checked out with my neck. Mm-hmm. Found out that I'd, I guess, broke my neck a while ago. <laughs> Just kind of weird. Yeah. I just re aggravated and have uh, just been getting that going through that for the last year. We're trying to take care of my neck. I've been, I've had like two epidurals uh-huh. in my neck. Um, and then I uh, popped my Achilles about six months ago as well. <laughs> I went out to go work with Tickle and I ended up snapping my Achilles. Uh, you've been hurt. <clears throat> and, you've been uh, hurt more uh, off since you retired than your entire motocross career. <laughs> well, I've had a few, but I've also rode quite a few years, so. Yeah, yeah, true. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, just one thing after another, so basically I've been on the couch for about a year. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, no doubt. It's kind of it's different because it's keeping me away from what I love, but I'm kind of getting the itch to be back and involved with the sport. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you, um, maybe you'll get a new energy, enthusiasm, and appreciation for it a little bit, huh? Coming back. Um. Well, I. O two was my kind of a pivotal year. I was like constantly not doing it, doing it, and then mm-hmm. I got on the Honda four fifty and I fell in love with the bike. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it just that it kind of re-energized me as far as my mind. I. I basically went to the race this is what i love to do you know i love right. to ride a motorcycle right so i've never taken it for granted after that like even just going play around with my buddies it's just it's yeah this is a gift that's, huh. that's whatever it is it's a gift that i'm good at you know right right yeah no that's cool it's good attitude yeah. um let's uh let's go back let's go way back let's my first memory of kyle lewis as a kid in canada <laughs> Is 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 uh, you on an eighty with a black rear fender? You were one of the the fastest eighty riders around uh, coming through the ranks, but why the black fender? Well, that's funny because everyone thought I was mad at Honda because uh-huh. they didn't sponsor me. Okay, and truth be told, we couldn't afford uh, plastic, so I my, I sanded one down. Painted it black and cleared it, and it looked cool. And then we got some uh, black contact paper. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I did my tank, oh. and I thought it looked cool with my graphics. And so we ran it, and everyone turned it into 
I was mad at Honda. Yeah. Which is not the case. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I think that's what I read at the time, but it was always every photo I saw you had sort of a black Honda C R eighty. And uh you were wearing Fox gear maybe, maybe Axoak stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but no. yeah, and um it was always like look at this guy with all black Honda, you know? Um what do you remember from eighties? Who were your main guys coming up? And you're gonna date yourself here, but uh who were who were some of the guys that you were racing against uh, um, back then? Well, um, my main competition, like I was right, I was kind of in a weird situation. Like I raced against my wife stepped out of Seven Eleven to go to eighty expert. It was Larry Brooks who was there. Like I scared the hell out of me then. <laughs> like ah, yeah. there's Marley, but um, Larry Brooks. Uh, Willie Surratt, uh-huh. Scott Brown, Brad Shaw, The Rocco is there. Um, Kudrowski. Uh, Kudrowski didn't come on until later. Like he was kind of a sleeper, and he didn't really no threat ever on the eighty. Right, one twenty five, not a big deal. And then all of a sudden, dang, okay, <laughs> he got fast. <clears throat> no, he he trained hard. He was a he's a worker. That yeah, guy's, that guy's gnarly. I know, uh, I just, I just, and then he had the equipment. But um, Bobby Moore, he was like at the end. He was at the end of his eighty career when I stepped in. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, you had a lot Paul of different. Dennis. Paul Dennis. Oh, geez, there's a name I forgot about. Um, yeah. Eddie Hicks, or did you miss Eddie Hicks? Were you? Were Eddie after him? Hicks was. He was the man. I, mean, I, I think it was the only one to ever beat him heads up when he had his his gnarly year. His DMC um, back or eighty four or eighty three. Yeah. 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 I beat him at the World Mini heads up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, heat race. And then, uh, and no, he was gnarly. Um, were you, were you, uh, were you, uh, Scott, were, uh, go ahead. Were you one of the, like, were you doing well with Honda, <laughs> like getting great support and making money and, or your, your, you know, your mom and dad making money and all that at that time? Um, how much of a support no. did you get? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. No, Paul Cortez's dad bought my bikes for me, and and uh, when you saw those black ones, yeah, yeah, I wasn't getting anything. I was, uh, we. I told you we couldn't afford plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, times were different back then, huh? Compared to now, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, no yeah. semi. I was. We were going to the races in a camper and a, with right. a twenty foot pro track trailer. Or no, sixteen right. footer. Well, this won't be the this, this probably won't be the only time I bring up Tim Ferry in this podcast, but I mean, uh, he came out of Loretta's with seven titles and went straight to be a privateer in a truck and trailer. You know, like isn't it crazy? Yeah, like and nowadays that that's a that's a half a million dollar contract probably. Um, even in these times. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah, so you turned pro. Did you did you ride Loretta's much and all that? I don't remember. Yeah, when I when I went to Loretta's on the big bikes, <clears throat> I had been well. I, I, I rode eighty expert and I rode one twenty five pro uh, uh, yeah. um, at World Mini, and I won all four motos in the one twenty five pro class. And then I um, that was in uh, eighty six. Yeah, um, but it was then I went to Loretta's in the A class. Well, that was when Schmidt was like. Gnarly. He was he won the championship that year, mm-hmm. and he came to uh, to Vegas, the old Vegas track down in Boulder, and yeah. 
no one beat me there. Like my lap times were <laughs> faster than the than the when they had the national. I was like three laps, three seconds a lap faster. Really? <laughs> well, that's where you kind of grew up on that kind of stuff too, right? I mean, that's where you live now, almost in that sort of that soil yeah, and conditions, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I killed them there, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" And then went to the Loretta's and rode the um, A class, uh-huh. and uh, he he was, I guess. Super pissed. I didn't. <laughs> he was just mad that I kicked his ass at uh, right. at uh, at the World Mini, and uh, he was out for blood. And he ended up crashing the first moto, and <clears throat> and I I won. And then so I just sat behind him the next two yeah. races and took the championship. Sweet. Okay, so you did <clears throat> you did you did win a, a title at Loretta's. Um, I won a, I won a couple there. Yep. Eighty. 12 to 13 or something intermediate. Yeah. So when, you, then, uh, when you turn, you, yeah, pr- you turn pro, uh, in 86 then. Yeah. Right after that, we yeah. got home and, uh, rode the trans cow. Okay. How'd you do that? Uh, and that would have been against, uh, uh, uh you know, RJ. RJ, all those guys on uh, Wardy, those yeah. dudes. Yeah. So my first, uh, first one was at Carlsbad. And, uh, Shocking, I got the whole shot, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And guess who's behind me for six laps? RJ. And that's like his turf. I'm like, right. oh, God. Yeah, and he's at, is... he's at the height of his powers then. He's, he's, he's RJ. Oh, yeah. he walked on water. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, he blew by me down the, down the freeway. That was, a, that was his, right. the only thing I remember, just going, I don't ever want to go that fast. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, eighty seven comes and you you turn pro you're pro now and you race Supercross series. You win your second race ever, San Diego. You win the race, and uh, if you think about now, I mean that's still an incredible feat. You're super young, right? You're sixteen, seventeen. No, sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. Uh, oh, it's all right because James broke your record, right? Youngest Supercross uh-huh. winner. Right. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, James. Yeah. And uh, but but. As as most of the people who know listening to this, uh, your dad has a heart attack at the race and passes away, right there. Yeah, kind of strange. They uh, right. Yeah, yeah. They uh, half, half, excuse me, a half an hour after the after the race. Uh, my actually, Mike Craig and I. He took me to the hospital, and. Uh, Get there and doctors on now. Your your dad didn't make it. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. Like weird. Yeah. Right. And he, <clears throat> he was pit boarding for you. No, he was just um, oh. sitting on the side of the track. He was okay. Strange, like like you you know you see your dad sick, you know, whatever. He's like, yeah. nah, I'm good. I'm sick. Ah, give me another cigarette. Right. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. You no, know, he didn't think. He was thirty-seven. Didn't think anything. Like, That's how old he was. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So you go from you know winning your second race ever, youngest Supercross winner ever, um, looking <clears throat> like the, the sky is the limit, and just boom, uh, gets the, the the anvil falls on you after the race. That's that's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was strange. <laughs> and then, uh, then a friend of a friend um, kind of helped me out. He was uh, a, 
American Apparel. He owns him and his brothers own the company. Uh-huh. Um, back then, um, sponsored me, like brought me to Seattle. The first night I got fifth, the second night I won. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was weird. Just, it just kept rolling. You know, there was really a program to race, so it wasn't. Yeah. Didn't really not any time to mourn, you know? Right. Strange. Right. Yeah. Um, you got fourth overall in the 87-125 West Coast. Yeah, but I missed the first round. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Even better. And the second round, the first round was Houston. The second round was, I believe, Anaheim. And I landed on the back of uh, Kudrowski there, actually. <laughs> yeah, you got 19th for the results. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. 19, first, 11, first, first, third, seventh, fourth. Uh, or no, sorry, not seventh was the last one. So um, did, I mean, were you 87? So anybody can approach you to, I mean, those are pretty solid results. Did anybody try to get you on a team or anything? Or what What'd you do? Honda gave me bikes that year in 87, 88. Mm-hmm. Um, was just kind of the same deal. I got some bikes. <clears throat> um, and contingency, and that was about it. There's no, there's no big contracts, you know. Right. You didn't do any nationals. Um, you didn't do nationals. I did one, um, San Antonio. Uh huh. First moto, I believe I got eight, <clears throat> and then the second moto, I got welcomed to the the class yeah. back when. They didn't really give give out fines for rough riding. <laughs> right, right. Who did if it? You left the inside open. It was getting taken. Who did it? <clears throat> but uh, Kehoe crossed around me, and I flat landed on my head and knocked myself out. Oh, okay, so yeah. And I guess you weren't making enough money to go do the whole series and go do all the nationals. And no, everything. I went, right. actually went there with Scott Brown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And oh. then uh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, so '88 Honda, same deal. You you actually yep. got top ten in the 125 Supercross class, 89, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92. All top tens in the West Coast Supercross series. And nothing, yeah. no rides. Nobody, nothing came close. Well, I was riding for Noeem, which was kind of a satellite team yep. for Yamaha. Right. Unfortunately, at that time, the Yamaha 125 wasn't so hot, but right. it was a ride, you know? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you tell me one time Mitch uh, Mitch Payton talked to you pretty seriously for, for a spot on his team? No. Uh, I, I heard that I was I was one of the names and uh, thrown around there. I didn't get picked, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly, right? Um, yeah, I would have I would have given up my left arm to be on one of those bikes back then. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Compared to a YZ125, probably. <laughs> yeah, I rode Jeremy's bike we were out practicing one day, and I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> His peak bike, one of the, one of those bikes. Yeah, the peak yeah. two hundred and fifty. I mean, one twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things were awesome. Right. So. And um. So uh, when did you get the when did you get the Nolene ride? And this would have been Clark Jones uh, owning <laughs> it. And uh, when did he approach you? And, and when did you start riding for them? Well. Uh, well 89 rolled around. I got a, I rode for Yamaha. Okay. <clears throat> Didn't really go well. I I crashed my... I won the first race, 
beat Bradshaw, beat everybody at Golden State when the Golden States were gnarly. Yep. Next round, they went up to Sand Hill Ranch and playing with people like that. I love the bike. And right. Stacked it downhill, dislocated my shoulder, and I kind of played out the year. I was injured, and uh-huh. just the bikes were, I broke my tailbone. The bike bogged over a double in Seattle, and yeah. Yeah, one thing after another. So '89 was a horrible year. I wasn't, I wasn't really focused. I was thought I was rock star, you know. Just, mm-hmm. I was an idiot. Didn't you actually <laughs> and, quit? Uh, Didn't you actually quit at one point? Well, I had a, I got a job. <laughs> you got a job. Of, <laughs> yeah, I got a job at the end of '89. Okay, <laughs> for <Yeah>. four days. <laughs> or doing, yeah, it was doing, doing <clears> what? Land, hardwood hardwood floors. Oh yeah. In the lady's house that invented the the little button on the Levi pants. Okay. You know the little the little rivet. Yeah, yeah. And her house was right on the water in the Malibu colonies. Ten million dollar pad. <laughs> Flew a bridge. They took this bridge down that was like four hundred years old. Uh huh. Cut the wood up. That was our wood. That was a floor. Jeez. So the first day they I get to cut knots out of wood. I'm like awesome. Yeah. Really, it was sick. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back racing motorcycles where I'm good at it. Well, no, no, it gets better. So I'm like, there you go. Okay, you'll be done with that by the end of the day. I was like, two hours later, I'm hey, I'm done with this uh, bullcrap. I'm like, no, oh, really, it's done. Yeah. What else? So I, um, the week goes on. I'm laying wood, laying hardwood flooring next to the foreman, and at the end of the week, I got my paycheck. It was two hundred dollars after taxes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Was, I'm like, wow! I do, I do, I make more than this in a lap. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so fifth place 90, at a, yeah, fifth well, place at a Golden State. Fifth place at a Golden State pays pays that. Right. <clears throat> so coming into '90, there was nobody. Nope, nope, nope. Calling people. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. It's like, wow. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, there was a guy in Timi that was kind of into racing. Uh, Danny Rubio. Mm-hmm. Um, he, hey, we were at a Hudson's Grill. Like, hey, how's it going? I'm all right. He's like, what are you doing next year? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have bikes. I don't have nothing. He goes, really? Nothing. I'm like, nothing, nothing. He's like, shoot, I'll help you out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I had a um, a couple other guys that had helped uh, Rick and Camps and another guy, uh, Bob Burns. His kids racing now, Jeremy. Okay, but uh. And my uh, chiropractor got me a bike, <laughs> Bob McFarland. <clears throat> um, and wow, I went racing. <laughs> Rode Mickey Thompson. Uh-huh. Did a couple. Did well on a couple of those. Went to my first national in '90 uh, in my pickup truck. I drove it from California to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, first moto running. Uh, Third or fourth at Gainesville, and I got a front flat. Yeah. So, next moto, dead last on the on the pick. So, yep. I'm at the far outside, come from almost dead last to tenth, getting ready. I think I was getting ready to pass Kehoe, and the front top part of the the top part of the piston, you know, where yeah. the like the ring separates it, you know. Yeah. The piston split in half and shot out, hit the hit the 
spark plug and my bike just goes, ah! <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. And that was two, uh, a lap and a half to go. Oh. And this would have yeah. this would have been uh, ninety would have been um, uh, Kidrowski, oh, ba- no. Bale, those guys. Yeah, Bale has been that class. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was on a Cali Pro Circuit Privateer Cali. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, Watson let me his bike that year. Kenny Watson did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I heard this story. Yeah, he had a bike. He had a Cali. Um. Yeah, that he stacked it on. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then later on, he told the story about how Daryl King stole a bunch of his suspension, which Daryl King denies to this day. Uh, Kenny lent him his bike, and he hammered it. <laughs> how did you meet Watson? Yeah. How did you ever meet Watson? I don't... Um, a friend of his, um, Blake Schwartzman, he invented the Swatch Watch card, him and Jim. Okay. Um, a swatch watch guard. <laughs> yeah, they. He was. I was at dinner with Blake and Kenny rolls in and right, and then Kenny knew about racing and um because he was good friends with o- Omera um and is one of Johnny's best friends, uh, Steve Suiza. Yeah. Um, Simi Valley. <laughs> so we started talking and we became good friends and. Actually, he came. He was at uh, SAC National that year with me. He went up there. Um, wasn't he working for Crum around this time, or was it just what was he doing? No, yeah, he didn't even know. He didn't know anything about racing. He <laughs> came up there and <laughs> hung out. Yeah, he said the guy uh, Jason at TRE would do the do the work for him on his bikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did work for you at some point, didn't he? For races or something? Any? Yeah. Nah, he was just oh. he was just cool to hang out with. We just I, were buddies. I thought he went to some races with you as your mechanic here and there. I don't know why, but uh, he went to Mexico with me. Maybe that's it. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. We drove down in his Mitsubishi truck. <laughs> Good times with K. And then we went to uh, down the Ensenada to another race, and he was working with Tritler. Yeah, Good oh. times, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, getting off topic a little bit. Man, you've been all over the world to race. Is there anywhere you haven't been? Have you been to Australia? Yep. Been 1989. Aust- okay. Is there anywhere? Beat, uh, I beat uh, Todd Hoops there. When he, was, he won the championship, and we went there, and I beat him there. Okay. Um, yeah, Japan, obviously. You've been all over Europe. Been South America. What about South Africa? You been to South Africa? No. Okay. <clears throat> there we go. There's one continent you haven't been to. <laughs> yeah. Uh God, that's been quite a few places. No doubt, huh? Yeah. Guatemala. Yeah. Mexico, obviously. Uh, Bermuda. Jeez. Yeah. I went through three passports. So when when did when does uh when does Clark Jones come to you and get you a spot on the team? Um at the end of ninety, um actually broke my wrist. Um I Go figure, a 125 bogging, logged yeah. off of a step-on, step-off, and I snapped my wrist. <clears throat> and um, I'd just done well at a Mickey Thompson race. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow I got disqualified. I don't remember why. It was a candlestick. I got second, but they disqualified me. 
You didn't have your. I don't remember you why. You, you didn't have your ribbon on your helmet. <laughs> Probably something like that. Um, the, the, those, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Called me up and asked me what I was doing, uh-huh. and I said, "Gonna go racing." He's like, "You want to come down and talk about the contract?" And uh-huh. sure, went down there and the deal was good. And I don't know, Clark was awesome. You know, he, he provided. Um, Did you get a salary? Provided this this would have been the first time you ever got a salary, probably, huh? Um, just a little bit of gear. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit of gear, and um, I got minimal, I think minimal expense money for the race, to go to the race, mm-hmm. and then he offered a special bonus program with through Yamaha and, and his program, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a good deal. I mean, I, the, obviously the bikes could have been better, but... You know yeah. what? I had a ride and I went racing. Yeah, couldn't complain. Well, and one of the drawbacks was you had to do that Mickey Thompson series, right? You had to do all those races. <clears throat> Correct, but yeah. that actually, it was okay because there were good bonuses, and I won two of those championships. You know, How, how'd you like those things? I went to one as a kid, and it's the first time I ever heard of Jeremy McGrath because he won on a Cowie at Jack Murphy Stadium mm-hmm. in 1990. Um, never heard of the kid. No idea. You were probably racing that night, I'm sure. But um, those were a little insane. 90, no, I didn't race it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Um, those were insane. Like the you would hit the jumps wide open, single jumps onto flat ground. <laughs> I mean, uh, it took like, and I remember some Supercross guys doing them, and they couldn't adapt. They couldn't figure it out. It took a special skill, didn't it, to do well in those races. Yeah, it, it was a lot of throttle control because you was blue groove come from the trucks. Right, right. So you'd have to look for edges that they're turning on. So you'd use them, and then believe it or not, you know how I'd practice? I'd go to um, unfinished house pads and hit those <laughs> in practice. Really? Just drive around up, 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 up. Yeah, because it's super up. slippery, right. and then the, the the house pads are a big steep wall. So I just hit those. Yeah. Because uh, uh, um, you yourself. Uh, I think Smale was on there. Holly was maybe wrapping it up near the end. Um, Lowell Thompson. Lowell Thompson, another n- member of Nolene. Sean Kalos. Yeah. And then, like, you, if you got if you won the heat, you had to start at the back of the pack, back of the single yeah, file, yeah. And, then, and you had to have a ribbon. <laughs> they put a ribbon on your helmet so the fans knew that you were one of the fast guys, and then you got points to pass. So, like, you could win the title yeah. without winning races. You could just win your heat and then finish – top three in the main or top five and win the championship. Weird deal. Correct. Um, yeah, it was, it was weird, but I ended up winning quite a few of them. So. Yep. And, uh, and you made good money, I imagine. Like, the whole thing was probably just a boon to you, huh? I mean, to win, I think it was like five grand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was good. And, uh, and then you'd hit Supercrosses and Nationals uh, when you could. Is that kind of was, was part of the deal? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and um, Supercross never, like, looking at your results, always uh, you're a much better outdoor guy. Is there a reason for that? Do you know why? What, uh, did you just never practice it much? I, I know you had a, a badass track at your house at some point, um, but why do you think outdoors came so much easier to you? Um, I, honestly, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think – I think equipment at the time, mm-hmm. the factory guys had quite a bit of, of, of as 
quite a bit of an advantage. Right. Then. Yep. Um, still, still, there's a pretty big margin, but I think it's a little, the gap is a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. Four, um, four strokes have helped that out, especially 450 class. You can be pretty competitive, you know, on yeah. a production bike. Um, but I, 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 I think it was uh, the track. We didn't have practice tracks also. Like my track was just a, I mean, it was a, I had a supercross track, but it wasn't like a mm. supercross. It was built by a friend of mine and we just do it up, you know, and just, right. I don't know. I just, I, I really don't have an answer other than right. <laughs> maybe the equipment, maybe yeah. the, the tra- the, I didn't have the practice track, and those guys are just gnarly supercross riders. <laughs> yep. It's that time again. Time for a commercial. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the btosports.com RacerX podcast show. Listen to these commercials from btosports.com. Use the code Steve and JT Racing. Thank you, JT Racing, for coming on board. Listen to these commercials, support the sponsors, and, yeah, then we'll get back to the show. Thanks for listening to the btosports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike or body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped at anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. JT Racing USA is back to reestablish its deep roots in the motocross industry with an all-new, innovative line of racewear and casual wear. While bringing many of JT's strongest design elements from its golden years back to life, the racewear is constructed with the highest grade material on the market and has a technological fit, feel, and function that is sure to raise the bar in how motocross gear is being built. JT has relaunched itself back into motocross with the Pro Tour jersey, classic pants, lifeline, and flex field gloves in eight colorways with an assortment of men's and women's casual wear to add to its collection. By redefining the meaning of airflow, JT has incorporated its airline system technology into this collection and have launched their all-new ALS2 helmet in seven colorways to complete the rebirth of the brand. The wait is over. So looking at your 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 career, it looks like ninety four you you got out of the ultra cross thing. Started doing nationals and supercross full time? No, ninety five. Ninety four. Um ninety four I got fifth in the nationals, but ninety five, ninety six I won the ultra cross championship. Oh you did? You were still doing that then? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, but so, they, remember they had the 500 then, so then oh, it worked the out. series didn't start till mm-hmm. it worked out. I could I could hit him right. Uh, and 95, 96 on a no lean YZ250 was when you really started to make a name. Lots of top tens and lots of top fives. Well, 94, 94 was uh, yeah. I podiumed at uh, Washougal. No, no, uh, Hangtown. Oh, okay. I have, I have Sugar written down. Um, Google, I think, was uh, 95. So did you start, like, kind of – I mean, the altar crosses, I guess you had to do them, but your heart was maybe getting out of those things, and you wanted to see what you could do, supercross, motocross? Yeah, it was, I always liked the motocross. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. But uh, – and I didn't dislike the, the ultra cross either. I was, I was just – 
that was my contract. You know, I was yeah. contracted to win ultracross, and then we could do nationals, and like a that was just the way we did it. You know, it was like a reward for you. Um, yeah. Uh, and and ninety six, your top privateer that year. Tony ninety five too, top privateer in the outdoors both seasons. Yeah, well, we had some good competition on the team. I mean, Larry Brooks and Larry mm-hmm. Ward in ninety five. Yeah, and ninety four. Larry Ward got second. I mean, our, our, we were no joke. Yeah, uh, Big Bird. Yeah, second place on an Olean bike. You and Big Bird were God. You guys are just linked together. At so many teams over the years, just incredible. And even later on, like he le- he left a little bit, you left, and yeah, you guys ended up back on Moto Triple X again together. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. We were it was two thousand hooked back up when we were, when he was on Cowie. Yeah, and uh, we actually talked a few, a few races, went to dinner a few times, and you know just. We battled on minis, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I battled him. I uh, out of the photo. I had battled him at uh, at the mini Olympics. Yeah, I think yeah. If, if you had to name an all-time no lean team, it'd be you, Larry Ward, and maybe Brooks. You guys like and the starts. You guys were always up front on the starts usually, and uh, um, like I said, just well, Clark. Clark actually built. Um, he had the pipes were awesome. And Sean Finley was doing the motors with, with working with Clark. Uh huh. So, I mean, we had we had stout motors, and the only suspension wasn't. I mean, everyone was good. Right, I liked it. Yeah, it was like underrated package, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, that it wasn't a works bike, but it wasn't it wasn't a a horrible production bike by any stretch. Yeah, the the uh, the one year ninety four uh, chicken rode them, and there was no Yamaha's up front every start. Ma Chicken yourself, Ward, just it was insane. Yamaha's were up front mm-hmm. every time off off every race. If you look at the photos from that year, um, how about this? My first my first two fifty Supercross was Daytona. Okay, and I what believe year? it was Wardy and Stanton each side of me, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> wow, <laughs> well, this is interesting. Uh, this. Yeah. And of course, I grabbed the whole shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. Uh, good thing Tony Leslie wasn't around to protest you back then for che- yeah. cheater bikes. Cheater bikes. Um, yeah. Triple uh, X days. He, yeah, he thought you, he was pretty sure that yourself and Alan Brown were running cheater motors because no one could hole shot Mike. It wasn't possible. Um, what about yeah. um, yeah. Um, so 96, 95, 96, 94? Anything, any sniffs for factory jobs or? Any interest from anybody for you? I mean, you're, you're like I said, you're top five guy in the nationals more times than not. Any interest? Nope, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. why I said, Lewis, maybe the fastest guy to never get a factory ride at the top of my intro. Well, I got, I got a factory ride. Yeah. If you fast forward to at the end of '96, right? I talked with Roger and uh, Tishner was leaving. Um, Japan and I was doing well yeah. and actually that was my best year for Supercross straight up uh, last race at a Colorado I came from dead last to at least six yeah um and we had but uh, go ahead well uh you also had a you had a, you had a hanger on that night that maybe helped you out that was uh one of my first races coming down for 
Canada. Right, right. Lewis, you were a big yep. part of, of giving me some shelter uh, until you made me sleep <laughs> in the van. Uh, in yeah, you were snoring too loud. <laughs> uh, Shane Drew, your mechanic back then, and it's still in the industry and still, still a great guy. Uh, Shane Drew invited me down to hang out with him. He was working for you. And he was like, yeah, just hang out and try to get a job and try to be a mechanic. And uh, um, it worked out. But for a couple nights, I bunked with you guys until, yeah, I made, I snored too much. And then Shane said to me, hey, Kyle, Kyle wants you to sleep in the box around the night. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like a, you know, a brisk 100 degrees that, yeah. that weekend. Yeah, it was good times. Good times. If, oh. only, if only you would have known, I Lewis. Was, I, I tried to battle it though. I was like, "Man, I cannot hang." He's snoring. Um, you're you're uh, you're responsible for all those people that maybe don't like me for me being out here. You got a small hand in it, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Um, How about that though, Drew? You got you, um, Alan Brown. Shoot, Alan Brown, Deloria, uh, rookie. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. rookies. Brother Der- Derek. There's a. Canadians were everywhere back then. Daryl Hill. Remember Daryl Hill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daryl Hill crashed the British yep. home truck. Good friend of mine, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, 96 comes. And, yeah, I agree. I, I, I've been watching some old tapes, some old DVDs of the 96. And you're on it, super cost-wise. Uh, qualifying out of the heat or uh, coming pretty close and then winning semis and, you know, doing really well in 96. I think uh... – I almost won a heat race up in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know what? Honestly, square biz, Shane and I finally just went out and tested and Shane got my bike to handle. Yeah. He he was always, and, he was and, always a good suspension okay. guy. He, oh, he, he just always was a good suspension guy. Always. Just he knew. Well, you know what's really good about Shane? He rode, okay, but then him and I could communicate really well. Like if I told him, Hey, I need a little bit here. What do you think? When we talk about the shim stack and he, he would make it exactly what I'm asking for. Right. That year. It was just awesome. I loved my bike. Loved it. And, um, Clark gave the green light, you know, cause Clark really wanted to keep that in his control. And I'm like, Hey, can we just start testing you? Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. And, And, uh, yeah, it just worked out good. Well, you were, you know, definitely later on, you were definitely known as a good test rider, you know, and uh, a guy who really could do well and know what's going on with the bike. Did you ever get involved in the R&D stuff at all for anybody, for extra cash, or did you ever do any of that? I did it when I was uh, young. At Hondaland, I did some endurance testing. Oh, okay. Like on 80s or and then, or like that young? No, 125. Oh, 125s. Yeah. Um. Like, way back when they had the big old computer on the bike, data acquisition stuff. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, J- um, JMB, carving, then, carving JMB in the walls and dirt. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, 97 is when they, I, went to, I went to Japan with Suzuki. Yeah. Um, uh, that was, I was, and that was a good deal, huh? You, um you made some good money for that. It was finally you were making a good salary. Yeah, decent. I mean, it definitely was changed. Changed from you know mac and cheese to hamburgers. <laughs> I uh, I have it written down that you battled with 
Tishner, but you took his ride actually. So I was I I, I have my stuff wrong. Did you, you have to battle? No, no. You had to battle a chicken though, huh? Yeah, Jeff was good over there. His bike was he already had his set up, so he was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um, battle with them, and I was like, I think like three or four points behind him. And uh, the third, fourth round, I broke my collarbone. Did, and then, uh, did you live over there, or did off. you commute? No, no, I, I flew back and forth. Uh, how was that? That's crazy. Once I got my system down, yep. I was on it. I'd leave here, go to Portland, grab a little snack, get on the flight, and crash out, wake up. And it was just in time to get through a little part of the day, and I'd crash out again. I was right on their schedule. So, Oh, really? Yeah. That, yeah, I had my schedule down. It was not, not a big deal. How trick was the bike that you had over there? Well, that was going to lead into that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The testing that those that those guys did and the effort I had twenty eight guys on my bike. <laughs> yeah, I mean literally, I'd have to I'd have to make notes of the settings because I'm we're doing like twenty twenty five settings in a day. Yeah, yeah, wow. And yeah, like uh, crazy stuff. Oh, we shaved this seat and we did this to this plat and the plastic, and then we got this suspension, and we got well pipe A and B go with cylinder a b and well the c cylinder will go with the, it's just your right, right. oh and <laughs> four silencers yeah and uh my manager over there uh Ikeda was awesome like it, just never never like we can always make it better we'll always make it better always make it better and yeah my bikes were they were good like well i got i came here in 97 i rode the first Supercross at Coliseum and top 10. Yeah. was ninth, and then I went to, I think I got 10th, and then I went to uh, Seattle and got ninth. Yeah. Um, basically like a makeshift works bike. Right. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I crashed in, in the, the fourth round and broke, broke my collarbone and Did, came yeah. back and I, I won a few races and then the last round was uh, a harp. It's a Honda test facility, and I uh, had food poisoning, and Stefan Everts was there. Uh-huh. I was uh, meeting him, pulling away, and just ran out of energy. Caught yeah. me passing both motos. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Did you get along with Chicken, or, or, or did you hang out with Chicken, or no? Was um, I talked to him over there. We, everything was cool. Yeah. yeah no, no, no issues. Uh, but it's weird over there. They, they like to keep everything separate. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Didn't but, hang out with him, like, at downtime or nothing. It was, I mean, he was flying in and out as well. So there was really never, Yeah. hey, let's go meet at the practice track. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, lots of mud races over there? I always heard. Yeah. 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 They, they, it's crazy. Like, it'll pour buckets and you grease, slime, whatever. Yeah. Um, Four hours later, it's dusty. <laughs> Weird. How many years were you over there for? Um, three. I did uh, three 97. I got third. And then 98, I won the championship. Mm-hmm. 99, I won the championship. What year did you show up at Glen <clears throat> Helen and get screwed out of the privateer money? 98? 
Yeah, '98. I uh, well, there I was on. I was on pretty much. The only thing I didn't have, I didn't have my transmission, uh-huh. and I didn't. I didn't have. They had a crazy. I had this one cylinder that I actually. It, it, it ran better, like two horsepower faster. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So I didn't have that cylinder, but I had one close, um, and I actually started second in the first moto and checked out on MIG and started by like an eight, 10 second lead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that day they, it got cold right before the gate dropped and, uh, about 10 degrees cooler. And I, I, see, I see the motor. Oh, yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the middle of Mount St. Helens. Like, yeah. And it just started detonating. I'm like, no, <laughs> I was thinking I'm going to win. I, I, was, right. I was so fit. I was like, I got this. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I was, yeah. Um, cause I, I, the, my, uh, engineers that were from Japan were in, they came over. What happened? I told them I stuck the motor and they yanked them. I have the piston sitting on my shelf. <laughs> Souvenir. <laughs> I was bummed. And then the second moto I crashed in the first turn came from dead last to 10th, I think. Um, did you now? Those are three years you're in Japan, barely racing in America. Any regrets about doing it? I mean, you're kind of in your prime at this point, or you're really close to it, anyways. Um, but I guess you have to make a living, and you got to do what you got to do. So, any regrets about doing that? Or I mean, absolutely overall, not. yeah, overall, absolutely not. Great experience. Yeah, no ha- happy you went. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred. Like, uh, yeah. So. Hundred. Uh, how did it end? Why did it end? Why did you decide to come back? You know what? I forgot something. Okay. It's, uh, I want to re- go backwards here for a second. 91, when I got to do a full season of World Supercross Championship, yep. I got I got third over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, when it was, that's why I wanted to go back to, like, equipment. When it was better like more equal equipment yeah everybody's bringing forks and chalk and a pipe or whatever yeah right it was a little bit closer <laughs> right 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 um but the tracks were a little mellower as well too so yeah i'm right. not down i'm not i'm not taking anything away from those the guys that were beating me <laughs> yeah. every weekend and, and supercross those guys are bad dudes um i maybe i need i, I needed more skill in supercross but yeah over there, I uh, seem to always do a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe tracks were just easier, shorter. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely no regrets going to Japan. That's why I was in testing. It was just unbelievable, the experience, right. the, the amount of information that you can put into the bike, and then it comes back in exactly what you want. It's yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, really, huh? Um, I, that would have been a cool time to have been there. If you didn't win, did you get second? Like, was it pretty simple or were there Japanese guys that could hang with you and beat you in the mud or here and there? I mean, I, oh, I yeah. guess Narita was there then? And... Yeah, Narita, Koji, there's uh, Taka, uh, mm-hmm. um, um Atsuda. And yeah, then, Atsuda. Yeah, then there's uh, Enomoto was going fast then. Kawi guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then there was another guy that Kawi got, did well in the mud. Um, so but was, they were super yeah. light. Like I was, uh, I was probably forty pounds heavier than those guys, and they have <laughs> big noise on those motors over there. Right, right. <laughs> um, so why'd you come back? 
Um, what happened? How did it end? Well, I won the championship. Yep. And it was apparently time for Americans to not be there anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You didn't get that memo, but someone else did? I think that they were tired of not winning the championship. Right. It was never spoken of, but I just... Taichi, you know, the RSJ owner, yep. Taichi, yep. he took over with racing for Suzuki, and it was a weird time. Uh, and then I heard this, I don't know if it's 100% true, but the budget went to Europe because uh, Gabor's, uh, Sylvain Gabor's was Roger's buddy. Yep. Time, and they were getting ready to close that because it wasn't going well, and then Roger push for the effort to go there right. for their buddies. It's kind of a weird deal. Everett's got Everett. me my job. And yeah. I thought, I heard that it was just taken away. But yeah. no regrets and no no hard feelings. I just, it is what it is, you know. So you come back and you get a ride with Moto Triple X um, on a Suzuki, but, and I was around at this point, you a little bit here and there, and the adaption to the production bike, uh, you didn't like it so much. Well, Suzuki had a horrible bike that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing was, the thing was borderline Hoover vacuum cleaner. It was a pile. Right, frustrating year for you there. Yeah, I was trying everything under the sun: ignition, carburetors. Just right. I, I, I was, yeah, going to jumps and things going, what? and then take off out of my hands. I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Hey, who's the who's who's the best rider you've ever seen? Who's the best guy? Who would you you've you know you raced you've raced bar to bar with these dudes, uh, RJ, um, Bale, uh, McGrath, RC, Stewart, even um, at different points. What, what 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 do you think? I mean, you've had a front row seat to this. Who's impressed you the most? Maybe you know, hands down, hands down. There's not even I tell this to every person, and. Anytime you want to, you want to discuss this, <laughs> Ricky. Ricky is the baddest dude on the planet. Right. Well, yeah. The winds, the winds, the winds say so too. But no, I went into corners with. Yeah. I tried to go in with the guy. I tried during practice. I about broke my back. How hard he hit the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a bad bad dude and much respect right right and yeah all, all the guys are yeah, yeah of course anyone who is a champion gets respect i mean I, i'm not downgrading there anyone else's championships or anything but ricky is the guy right yeah no no i yeah i i i, I just wanted to get your take on that because uh yeah you've been there with these guys you know um so uh let's skip ahead to o2 you're still riding triple x but like you said in the beginning of this podcast when you got you were you riding Honda you're riding a Yamaha 426 for beginning of the year or did you was that an 01 when did you switch to 01 we 01 my road Yamaha two strokes 252 stroke indoors and then 426 and then I went to the 426 we were sponsored by uh, um, Downers Grove yeah um, DGY and Big Bird um, Big Bird won won the national 01. Yeah. On yeah. a 250F, yeah. Triple, Moto Triple X, yep. who knew? Um, 02 comes, I'm on the team. I'm working for Nick Way. 
your your switch you're you're riding Hondas now full time, right? Yep. And uh and like you said, it really invigorated you and really got you um a new lease on life. That outdoor season you killed it. You were on it. Yeah, it felt good. The bike were good. Alan and I just clicked. We're um mm-hmm. that was just a good deal. And yeah. then uh Yoshimura was building the motors. Um Kind of weird. I was even my uh, my good buddy. He's gone now, but uh, Brant Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in Japan, he was taking care of me to run uh, Yoshimura uh, logos on my helmet and jersey and stuff. And when I came back, he we started off in on the 426, and then right. kind of just evolved when I got on the Honda. And they, I think they did like. I want to say nine thousand pipes that year or something. Yeah, really, huh? They they were it crazy. Was, it was uh, the forefront, uh, the the forefront of the exhaust stuff and the and the four strokes and all that. And who was the Japanese guy, the crazy haired Japanese guy building the bikes, building the motors? Uh, Satoshi. Satoshi, yeah, good guy. Yeah, I he like built my motor. He actually built me a fire breather four twenty six for indoors. That was just crazy. Yeah, too much. And then, yeah, way too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> way too much. I oh, forget it. Oh, two. I was working for Nick Way. Over under a number of times that you wanted to punch me out that year. Were we? You? Yeah, me. No, no. You, you, you were kind of the, the lone wolf on the. Well, I had a on, box. I had a box fan, but you and I did get into it a few times over the fuel, over the tires. Remember, we were running th- th- Maxis, and then we all switched to yeah, thumb yeah. ups, and, and, and that was. And then the, the, you didn't back me up on the fuel, and we got in a shouting match at Daytona. I was so mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Good times. Um, also, too, O2, Washugo, you get third overall. Larry gets second overall in the 250s, and Nick goes gets fifth overall. Um, yeah, killed it. Three guys on, on, you know, and if anybody knew behind the scenes what a clown show it was, and you guys, you three, Nick – and Larry and yourself, just, I mean, two podiums and a fifth overall. Still, to me, a great achievement. One of the things I look back on with a smile, you know? Yeah, it was pretty funny if, if people really knew. Right. <laughs> well, the whole team was basically put together a spit and sperm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I she, mean, we're, we're, we're making it there, but dang, it was, I, I don't know. I remember Schweitzer, Schweitzer calling me saying, what's your social and I, I'm like, why? And he's like, I'm typing up your contract right now. You're going to get it tomorrow. This was like Anaheim. I never got it. Never got a contract. Never did anything. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, but right. you got paid. I know. You, yep. you did get paid. Well, mostly, yes. Mostly, yes. Um, better, better than most teams at that time. Yeah. No, you got a point. Um, I think you led Washugo that year for a bit. Didn't you lead some laps? No. I led for basically to the... Okay. Back, like there's, there's a left, little left hill turn, and then the mm-hmm. right, and then the whoops, and then the finish. Okay. Ricky, first lap. Well, Ricky and I bet that we that weekend, um, and he still never paid. By the way, Ricky <laughs> never paid. You got money. Probably I just sh- want the check. Short, I want it on my wall. I'm not going to cash it. You can keep your money. I want the check. He's probably short but on cash. Anyway, He's a little short cash. <laughs> he uh, he said, "Hey, what do you think?" 
today, Lewis, you got it? And I go, yeah, this is me. I got the start. Yeah. Five bucks? Five bucks? I go, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yank the start. Yeah. First moto. And I go, double or nothing? He goes, yeah, I'll do another five. And I go, got it. And I yanked <laughs> the start again. And But that crazy guy, that's what I'm saying. He First lap, I mean, he's going to win. The guy's bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not even trying to race with you, but. Right. Lands next to my ear, almost kills us. Like, dude, we got thirty minutes. What are you doing? Right, I, you're gonna get by me. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna well, fight this. Jason Thomas has a story of, uh, you know, twenty five minutes into a national, getting lapped by RC, and Ricky putting him into the fence. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when he was getting lapped at twenty five minutes in, and he's just like, "What are you doing, guy?" And and just he's so aggressive and so on it, he put him into a fence. So. <laughs> Yeah, then afterwards, hey, man, really sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, no, your starts were on point that year. They were killer. Um, uh, no doubt. And uh, so the the years go on, and you're still you're still riding pretty good. Um, but did you well, know? Well, actually, 03 was, felt good. Was, my off-season was awesome. Big Bird was at my house. We were killing the lap times on my track. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was two weeks before the first race. I riding backwards, goofing around, goofing around on uh, on my track, and I spun and endowed and destroyed my right wrist. Oh yeah, I do remember that. You didn't line up for that. You you ra- you raced Vegas, I think. Yeah, I because I, I we did the Europe stuff, and mm-hmm. I raced Vegas because I that put me twentieth for the. For the world. For the world, and you got some money yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were yeah. out the whole year. That's Dude. right. Um, new Tech gasoline. That's it. just came to me. New Tech. And the, <laughs> the, they wouldn't deliver the fuel, and we were using VP, and we had problems with it separating on a two-stroke, separating from the oil. Yeah, that's it. I remember it now. Um, but anyways, uh, hey, so obviously, super long career. And, uh, well, actually, let's talk about you did works series, but it didn't go very well, did it? After you hung it up. Uh, no, when I when I kind of retired from racing, yeah, full time, I went to the works deal, and what was up with that? my heart wasn't in it. Yeah, what's that? Well, it would seem to me you, it would seem to me you'd be good at it. I would think you would be able to good at it. You know, you could ride forever. You're in shape. Um, you know. Uh, it seemed to be a natural thing you'd be good at, but didn't work out. Two hours on a two hours on a dirt bike ah, is is not very fun. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Those guys are studs. Yeah, and uh, uh, three hours they GNCC. No, thank you. Don't even want to think about it. Yeah, those guys are those guys are studs too. I just I know I just kind of got burnt out. I was doing it on my own. Right. Um, right. I was supposed to. I was supposed to have a big deal with uh, Yoshimura with Brant Pretzel, and uh, it kind of just fell apart last minute, and I'm like, what? Okay. And everything was just dropped in my lap to do on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was, I don't know, just, I was not into it. Yeah. I was just not into it. I went to the first one, crashed pretty hard. Then the next round, I got... Worst cold of my life. I'd never been that sick in my life. I laid in bed for four days, and I didn't go to Mesquite. And then I, then I went to the third round at, uh, what was it, Havasu. Uh-huh. Blew a shock halfway through the moto, and 
I've never been that tired on a motorcycle. <laughs> I, the next hour, I was riding a bucking bronco. Just yeah. going, are you kidding me? Um, favorite favorite racetrack ever. Uh, and, and and you've ridden a shit ever? ton of them ever, and you've ridden a shit ton of them. But what uh what comes to mind? I really this is gonna sound horrible, but I love Unadilla. I look forward <laughs> to that mean track every year. It does sound terrible. You're you're right. Um, well, you were there in its glory but, days, and then you know when it wasn't so glory. Yeah, the I don't I. I don't even agree with the Supercross, or excuse me, the not the Supercross, but the motocross deal now. Two minutes lap times, like what? Right. Really? And grading the track? Are you joking? Grading the right. track? Right. I mean, I, I remember going to South Southwick in two days of amateurs, and they, all they did was grade the corners. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really? Okay, this is wow. These are nationals, huh? Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, like grading the yeah. track now, like right. ruts and the jumps. Oh, we're gonna fix that for you guys. I watched. A, I watched a Unadilla USGP from '93 the other day, and I'm pretty sure the riders today would probably protest and not go out there. It was insane, insanely rough. Um, and rocky. Yeah, and rocky. Yeah. Um, they didn't sift. They didn't sift the track for rocks. No, sorry. Right. 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 Um, Put your teeth on the on the in the toolbox and go race. <laughs> um, okay, so your best race of your career. What do you what 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 do you remember? What what was the best you felt on a motorcycle? You, and, and doesn't even have to be a win. Just one that maybe you like. You said you came from last to tenth or whatever. Like, just is there, is there a couple that stand out? Just your best races of your career. Um. There's a few. I mean, for sure. For sure, there's a few. Um, I'm winning my first one. I'm having my dad see that. That was awesome, you know? Yep. Um, uh, one so of my first ones that I raced was, uh, and I, it was, uh, I was 15 years old and I was racing against Johnny O'Mara, my hero. Oh, yeah. He was from Steamy. Yep. I was from Steamy. And, uh, it was at a arena cross in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. It was a little pit squeak, and and uh, I beat him in my heat race. This would have been he was on a Suzuki, maybe. Oh, he was on Honda. He was he was the Triple Crown guy. He was gnarly. Oh, okay. So yeah. So back then. What? Well, so yeah, back back in his Honda days. Yeah, and then after that, he didn't talk to me. I was bummed. I'm like, Dad, he's mad. <laughs> I beat the Osho. Yeah, but then the 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 main, I yanked the whole shot. Weird, yeah. and I went to the stadium whoops and welcomed myself to stadium supercross and yeah. dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> but that, but that right. you still yeah. remember? You still remember all about that race, that little arena cross? Yeah, that so that was a big one. And, um, podium and nationals, pretty gnarly. Yeah. I mean, You've been you've been there for quite a long time, and uh, I mean it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's gnarly. It's 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 uh, it's, it's a lot it's, of work just to finish it, but to be on the box, you're just stoked, and then to win one, I haven't, I never, never did that, but right. I mean, 
I can say I'm, I have a trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. You've podiumed, I think, two or three nationals in your career. Washougal, Hangtown, maybe another one? Two nationals. Uh, I, I podiumed, and then I got third at Bud's um, in 02. Uh-huh. Um, uh, fourth, fifth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, going through, but, uh, going through your record, I lost count at 10 fourths, 10 fourth places you got. <laughs> so. Yeah. Kind of weird nowadays, you get a big contract for, for yeah, yeah. fourth place. All right. So, all right, we covered the best race. What's the worst race? What's the, what's the one that you regret or what's the, what's the race that stands out as uh, could have been, should have been for you? Um, well, I have another good one. Yeah. Was when I got to ride for a U.S. with that oh. whole mishap. Yeah, the World the, the World Cup. Yeah. I was, um, I was Tim Ferry's mechanic that day. Yep. I, uh, it was actually, it was neat. I, uh, I, oh, we lost. I was, I was, uh, what's we, that? We lost, though. No, but I got to ride for our country. Yeah, true, true. But Australia beat us. So, yeah, but because Burner took me out on the last start. <laughs> Bastard Burner. Blair, Mor- um, Blair Morgan took me Didn't mean to, but he took- just came off. And right. I hit my head and I was goofy and just, I can only imagine what the donations are like. Right. Because it was a makeshift race and man, I had people hanging over the. Right. Like, I did my. I, finished off the lap, I wasn't going to just lay there. I got up, and I was dingy as hell. But just, I'm riding around, and people are freaking out. Just, it was, I mean, I started tearing up. I was like, wow, this is That's freaking cool. awesome. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. at the worst one? Yeah, what's what's the worst uh, one? What's... My first win. Yeah, <laughs> my really, first huh? Super Cup win. Uh, um. And then it'd probably be one of my last races would be the at Glen Helen nine oh nine when I something was up with the, the timing and scoring. Um, I two weeks before I'm out at Glen Helen I'm a second off of RV. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kyle Bentley he he texts me on on the way home, dude. What's up with you? You're crushing it. I'm like I don't know why. He goes. Yeah. You're only a second off of RV. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, you're matching them most of the time, but yeah. second off is best time. I'm like, wow. And then go to the national, and thing was a mud race. It's 80 degrees out. I don't know why they oh. watered so much. Oh nine. I'm trying to remember. Oh nine. Oh nine. They uh, Jody got crazy with the corners, and they were about four feet deep in mud. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There was that straightaway. They 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 muttered. They made muddy on purpose. And then they had corner. It was just, yeah. I don't know. But so the first practice was just a throwaway, and then I went out in the second practice, and RV was right behind me, three laps, and then the third, the fourth lap, he was right in front of me, going across. But people were tripping the um, the timing and scoring because they were missing the mechanics area and then coming back by. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it took like thirty minutes to even figure out what the times were, and I'm like six seconds slower than, you know, I'm like, how does that happen? The, our lap times, yeah. it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. Right. So then I, I had to go to the last chance, and I fifth on the on the first lap, and I coughed the bike and installed, and I came from dead last to 15th in three and a half laps. Yeah. 
So yeah, it, so it was a little bit of a letdown. I was like, man, really? Right. You want to go out? That's not the way you want to go out. Right. Then I went to Mammoth that year and just okay my shoulder. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> actually, I called Canfield. And I said, hey, can I get my buy year? I mean, I want to keep my number. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. You're good. You're, so I don't need to go back to East to do any nationals. No, no, you're good. Yeah. Numbers came out and they gave it away. I'm all, hey, thanks. <laughs> Hey, buddy, thanks a lot. Um, 21 years of service, and I'm stoked. <laughs> right, yeah, well, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Davy Coombs at racerxonline.com. Email him. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> um, well, hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for this walk down memory lane. Um, appreciate it. And, uh, uh, man, I, the things you've done in the incredible career, like I said, 22 years, 21 years of racing pro, and uh, – yeah, some incredible stories, I'm sure. Um, probably a lot of the ones that you can't share on over the air, but those are probably epic, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, appreciate it. Um, thanks for doing the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast. Kyle Lewis, uh, thanks, man, and hopefully we'll see you around. I haven't seen you for a while, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I plan, I, plan to, I plan to try to get to uh, out to maybe Elsinore. And, okay. And I, uh, I'd like to... Uh, I'd also want to thank uh, the guys at BTO. Vince is a great guy. He actually sponsored me after I kind of got out of it and mm-hmm. was doing the work stuff. So yeah, those guys over there are awesome. Yeah, but, they uh, are. They're big, big, big supporters. Again, what's that? Big supporters of this show and the and the thing I do with Watson on Monday night, the the Pulp Mech show. Um, yeah. BTO is it wouldn't happen without Vince and BTO. That, that that's the straight straight goods there. So I, I can't help. Yeah, those guys. Those guys are awesome. They do a good job and um. But yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. It was it was yeah. fun. We always laugh when we see each other. The, ah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm glad you didn't want to beat me up too bad in O2. You didn't really answer that question, so that's good. That means it, it wasn't too many. Remember though, you remember we had the 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 brawl like we were arguing, and you're you're going, oh, Wade's gonna hand you your ass outdoors. I'm like, no way, dude, no way. You just <laughs> I said that. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on, go back to Canada. No, um, and uh, I'm I probably was joking a little bit because I yeah you're a better outdoor rider than him, um, but I know in Supercross we got you, but that you know that was to be expected. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I was serious or not, but yeah, if I was, I'm high. I was I was quite possibly high because I don't think he saw you. I don't think he saw you on the track that year, except for perhaps if you were passing him. But usually you got a good start, so that never happened. Yeah, we. I was I was laughing though. Like, I told Alan, I'm like, there's no way, no way, Nick Way has beat me. And that was kind of a joke after that. No way, Nick Way. No way, Nick Way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think. Even Nick, man, that guy. He got hurt. That sucks. Yeah, bummer for deal for him. And uh, he, I talked to him the other day, and he doesn't even look like he's going to be ready for Anaheim at all. Uh, he's got a long recovery, man. Um, you know, oh, so, man, that's so he's going to be hurting for a while, which is yeah, a bummer deal for sure. Um, I need one. I need him to keep racing. Oh, you know what? Hey, what? You know what we who we forgot to talk about? No. And I mean, Nick and I and Larry, man, we you know we laughed so many times in the trailer in the truck. <laughs> but Josh Summy, I don't know what that cat dog is up to, but oh, uh, I saw Summy. Huh? I saw Summy in Atlanta. He's in a biker gang. He's got no hair and a beard like ZZ Top. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And still a hell of a nice guy. Quiet, still. Oh, man. You know? We laughed. We laughed our week. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, it's fun. Yeah, he he's a good guy. Um, and what about what about Larry's mechanic Doug from Canada? Danger, <laughs> danger. Oh, and and Whitey, we had Whitey too. Whitey was a was a yeah, driver. Alex Alex Ewing. Yeah, we had oh, Ewing. Man. Yeah, we had a, quite a cast. Uh, good times. I remember Doug Heidi Cook was at Glen Helen, and Doug forgot to tighten Larry's handlebar mounts, and they came oh, off yeah. down down the hill. <laughs> yeah. He rode in. Remember, he rode in with the bars crooked and just tossed the bike at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Do you, and I also remember. Uh, do you remember top secret testing with the Maxis guys in Georgia? We stayed back after oh, Atlanta, yeah. and they they brought the Japanese guys or Korean guys or whatever there. And and Chris was there from Maxis, and Larry yep. pulls in for the first ride. Larry pulls in, points at the tire, and goes, "Wow, that's a bad tire." <laughs> like, oh man thanks larry that's awesome this test is going to go well he's like get that off my bike get it off <laughs> yeah i almost died that day the front end i dipped it in the, the triple and the front tire just oh. buckled when i sent me through the air and i landed on my heel and yeah the yeah i'm sure that maxis can build a good tire if they wanted to but you were yeah they weren't you were running things at that point, kind of. Did they ever pay us? Yeah, they paid us. Oh, yeah, okay. We, we right. got paid, but I, well, I, I check this out. I helped get the sponsors, Kurt and the team at right. at, at, at Motor Triple X. They were running this themes as well. It wasn't no, no. It was it was a combined effort. We all yeah. we all busted ass to to keep that effort going. It wasn't. Right. I had a lot. Of, I, had, I had a big part in it but no by no way no shape no form did i no yeah no. <laughs> there's a lot of work even you guys all the mechanics everyone had to work oh yeah hard, you know oh, i think i'm still owed some expense money from driving to the races uh a few times when one the truck had to go to gravity games i went to millville in my van nick way and i went in my personal van um uh but no i, I know that you had something to do with that max's deal and at least they paid us at least they paid us because those things you guys were not happy with those tires. No, and then fortunately, thank Brian Fleck, the guy's a saint, hooked us up. And yeah. Never looked back. Uh, I actually did a lot of the R&D with Brian Fleck and um, yeah, Yuse uh, and, I mean, tons of, I mean, the, the new tires that are out right now, uh, it was a lot of work with uh, Clark Styles. He was on the team, uh, but yeah. he, he works at uh, still there at yeah. Dunlop and Dubok and and uh, Taylor and McGrath. We we were, we had a big part in the new tires right now, and now they're even making them even better. So what about you know, the guys at Dunlop? Are awesome. We just finished Loretta Lynn's. What about you going there and racing once you're all healthy again? Any uh, any desire? On what's going on with my- no, it depends on what's going on with my neck. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I really don't know. I'm gonna pay attention to what's going on with my with my body at the moment. Just gotta <laughs> right, make right. sure <laughs> get that you know, straight. I, I, I'd love to. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm riding again just for just to be in shape, and right. I can actually step it up if I want. It's just yeah, gotta gotta be in shape to ride a motorcycle. Point blank. Yeah. Well, you always so, struck me as a guy that wouldn't give it up. That you, I'd still see you out at the races. Uh, the world vet, you won the world vet a few years back, and, and I always thought we'd still, but yeah, obviously with injuries and all things you went through. Um, 
but I could see it lining up at Loretta's if you're if you get if you get better and you get healthy plus forty. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, shoot, you got to remember that's what ultimately all everybody that's in this industry ultimately got involved because they love motorcycles. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? You love the motorcycle, and the sport the sports emotionally and passion driven. Um, you know? Yeah, you and the doctor and uh, Champus Parker dueling it out. Yeah. I can see it now. Doctor, that guy's a stud, man. Yeah. He's a stud. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's 49, and he won the 40 class this year. 40, yeah, he's, he's bad. Yeah. I love that guy. Um, right on, Kyle. Well, hey, thanks thanks again for doing this. I uh, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll see you around. Thanks again. Thank you, Steve. I'll talk to you later. Right, Have a good see, one. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200-episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.